him in the most high. Okay, so this is a little update um, on my status. We still don't have the infectious fluid off my lungs, so there'll either be another chest tube, which would be three, or surgery to remove the fluid. And uh, it's something they do here. So I'm hoping that will take care of it. And then after that, other decisions will be made about rehab and where to go to you know, get my legs back. And just a long haul. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. Um, I have taken the novel down for down from a live performance novel because I just realize I have to work in secret um, and then come out with it, you know. I think that's the way to do it. In this case, is to just... We've tried twice going live and not with the best circumstances, not, not the best results. Um, so that's the Zephyr Report side. As far as everything else with the Crazed House and all that, it's all going well. We're restoring Angel's Tide... Uh, which was a film that I, my directing debut, actually. And it kind of got ruined by the fact that I never got the right post-production, never got the right composer, never got the right uh, many things. So it's going through a restoration process to bring it up to uh, today's standard. And it's looking really, really good. Like, it really looks like a film that you know, it's about death. It's about a, a woman who becomes a materialistic narcissist when she finds out she's got three months to live. And how she indulges in anything she can think of to get away from the subject. But the subject keeps pursuing death. What would you do? What would you do if this was your last day? Or what would you do if you had three months to live? So I think it's a really pertinent um, topic. It's done really interestingly with uh, uh, with what what people and things I could bring together back in the '90s. Uh, it's never really completed. I think we sold a couple of territories in an earlier version, but very few people. If any saw it, it's really, you know, um, time for me to put it out there again. And so there's already been requests to put it in, uh, to screen it in Berlin and other places. And I, I'm just going to, when it's ready, it'll be ready. Because uh, it's, it's really going through a painstaking effort here. Especially um, the resolution has to be bumped to... Uh, has to be up through AI. You have to use AI tools to get the resolution right as an Apple. Uh, I forget what, ProRes. I think it's called Apple ProRes. Anyway, it's, uh, you know, going to be Netflix ready. It will be ready to view. I don't know what the response will be. I just know that this is a topic. So, tomorrow... Uh, it will either be another chest tube or surgery to get the last of the fluid out. I don't know what that means. 
you know, it's a, it's a, it's a risk. So I ask you for your prayer. I covet your prayers on that. And, um, I'm feeling pretty good. Like I've left the realm of sepsis and craziness, but, uh, from, from insane fever and whatever else it causes, just hate chaos. But I'm still not free of the infection, if you like. So what happens is after the surgery, then there's uh, four to six weeks of antibiotic follow-up and rehab, which is, you know, basically physical um, trainers getting you back on your feet again after a tragic uh, illness or accident. And so that's basically where, I, where I'm at. So not to, a, to such a happy place, huh? Um, but then again, we are at that age where things happen. Um, as far as my bus concerned, I probably won't be driving that again. Uh, maybe if I walk again, I will, but I just don't know. It, it may have to just be sold and perhaps the, the garage there turned into a living quarters for a nurse. I, I, I don't, not sure how it's going to work, but uh, anyway, I'm still going. Had a lot of clarity earlier. The Lord says, you know, explain that situation of what I've seen of how I've seen everything in the world as like mathematically organized perfectly. But then what's not there is the actual thing that everyone wants, you know, the essence of life, life itself, the thing, it. And it's missing. It's not even labeled. And uh, you have this brilliant mathematical formula God made and everything everything is kind of uh, you know under the power of that down to the last molecule from the first to the last down to the last bit of matter form and time and space doesn't really have anything to do with it. So, so here we have, uh, you know, we get back to that leap of faith idea. But it's not something we can really do. I can't just faith. As if it's a verb I can complete. I have to have it to perceive the real truth, which is... Um, not mathematics that we understand. It's almost, it's not primordial either. You know, it's super advanced. So, you know, this I'll be wanting to deal with as I explain how the Lord can comfort us in times of serious trouble, in times of horrific trouble and um, there's nowhere to go elsewhere but when you go to the Lord you're not really in of this world you're experiencing something of another world that's being given to you 
not by you, but by God, who appears as, in a sense, in that in that sense, is separate, but is really connected. And and um, I spent a lot of time thinking about that and seeing it in different ways, about how I can add up the world. Everything reports to duty, sir. Mathematics is perfect. Perfect equation in geometry. Everything lines up according to plan. Everything is predictable. We can do things to repeat the, that paradigm that will help to that will help us. But we don't know how to create life. And no one who's been shown life knows. And when I say create, I mean create from nothing. I don't mean use this and use that and make a clone or a chimera. We, we've done that. We've been there, done that, and that's wrecked a lot of things. But there's a, there's a thing we can't see. So I say leap of faith, but it's really, like someone said to me, you speak reality into existence. Well, you can speak it uh, as to whether it will be in existence or not. That's really not our call. So in submission to the Lord, we speak into existence what the Lord wants in existence. Because there's nothing there that isn't what he wants. Even though we may have opinions on depravity and evil and unfairness and just feeling left out and bummed out and made fun of, you know, just the whole litany of uh, evil that people do to each other in the name of society or cohesion, the name of civilization. But um, the Lord transcends all that. So how do we get there? Well, some people get there with scripture. You know, inspired scripture reading is good. Some people get there with breath. I've gotten there with breathing when I had a lot of pain. And also just contemplation. And as we get more familiar with the Lord, more of a conversation going on, then we're there. But it's that realization that we don't, you know, we can pray for a thing, speak a thing, unspeak a thing, speak bad about a thing, and that could jeopardize us. But ultimately, the ultimate decider, if you will, has to be from this other side that we don't know anything about. We've never seen it. We've never been there. We never landed there. And, uh, but yet there is all the love we need, all the nurturing and all the confidence that we're taking care of and nothing to worry about. And that's the main thing tonight, folks. Really nothing to worry about. The Lord will give us what's necessary to get through each thing. And he went, what do you want me to give out, Lord? Oh, that there are angels everywhere 
to don't 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 think just because you can't see things doesn't mean they're not there. You know, maybe develop more sensitivity to the spirit because the things are there. The thoughts are there that are not your thoughts. The ideas are there that are not your ideas. So anyway, this is my pod for tonight. Don't know what's happening tomorrow, but I'll report on it to see, you know, you'll be able to find out. If you don't hear from me, uh, maybe tune into Trish. But I think, you know, and I'm, like I say, I've, I'm a wayward, tortured being. I'm far from home and won't be returning home for quite some time. So, yeah, well, sometimes I feel sorry for myself until I think about the next guy that was just wheeled out of here in a body bag. So, hoping I survive this, folks. Uh, If not, I'd like to think you got everything the Lord wanted you to get out of me. (laughs) And I will, I will, uh, I'll be back. God bless each and every one. In Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus, whom they still don't understand. They think he's a person from, you know, 2,000 years ago. And they just want to leave it there.